Hi, I am Jasmine LaMeasure, and I am the Hopeless Homebody. I just wanted to pop in before I introduce my very special guest for today's episode. I just want to give a brief trigger warning as we do talk about things that are super personal in our lives, as well as depression and anxiety and all of that. So if you are struggling with these things, it is recommended to not listen to this podcast and to tune into next week's episode. But I am super, super excited to introduce my lovely, lovely friend, Tess, to today's podcast. Today we'll be talking about sexuality and gender norms, so stay tuned. Warning, this podcast is hosted by a hopeless 20-something-year-old who's probably at home sleeping right now. Welcome to the Hopeless Homebody. All right, all right, all right. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to my first special guest hallelujah i'm in a really chaotic mood right now and i'm so happy tess is on tess <laughs> make your presence known hi <laughs> i'm tess what's poppin you are tess. happy to be here hey got my fucking lavender oat latte it's pissing rain got my flannel candle going let's roll oh. Let's fucking go. Two different time zones. Two very um, different. Wait, well, yeah, Jasmine, what time mics. is it where you are? Uh, it is 8.12 p.m. <laughs> it is 12.12 p.m. Oh, what's up, angel numbers? What the hell does that mean? 12 what's up, angel numbers? Oh. Encourages is positive this, uh, changes is Angel in numbers, are you starting a podcast? No. <laughs> no, God, no. Oh. I just, it's 12-12. That's an angel number. So t- the angel number 12-12 encourages positive changes in relationships, assures a harmonious alignment between career and money, and signifies a clear life path and spiritual growth. Let's go. What? Oh. Uh, let's go. <laughs> oh. Oh, Alexa. Alexa, we're kind of doing a podcast. Alexa's just. Alexa, we're kind of doing podcasts. I'm really chaotic. Um, okay, okay. (laughs) Jasmine, I need to stop. Why? (laughs) Yeah, I know. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. I do. You need some of this right now. Okay. Yeah, I know. Um, so Tess is just holding up weed. I don't even know. I'm so chaotic. I need to get it's the actual question. You need to, Jasmine. Okay. Pull a peel in. You need to sink in. Just drop in. I need to sink in. Come on. Okay. Drop in. Okay. So the whole reason I brought Tessa on today's podcast because um, a little bit of a story time. So Tess was one of the first people I came out to just because of how comfortable. Yeah. (laughs) Just about comfortable she is uh, in her sexuality and herself. And she was probably one of the first people that I had met in real life that were very open about their sexuality. So, uh, obviously, I wanted to talk about sexuality and gender norms on a podcast. And I was, you, you were the first person that came to mind for obvious reasons. Um, just because you have shared so much about your journey in your life which helped me and I thought it would be super interesting for other people to hear your experiences with that so Fuck yeah, yeah. Mother. 
Fuck yeah. Word vomit. Fuck yeah. Word vom. So. Jasmine's lover. Word vom. So, um, just going into this little podcast, um, who are you? Tell me about yourself. Tell the podcast about yourself. <laughs> you know? That's me. That's me in a nutshell, guys. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Um, no, I don't know. I get you, I get you, I get you. My my <laughs> It's fully red. I'm yelling. I'm so sorry. You're gonna have to turn this <laughs> shit down. <laughs> I know. Um, <laughs> what's up? Um, I don't know. I'm Tess, 25, crazy redhead, uh, actor gal. Yeah, damn. Uh, sorry. Uh, I have a cat. He's four years old. His name's Pippin. I love my iced coffee. Love, love a video game. Singular. <laughs> love Fortnite. You're also an actor, dude. Oh, yeah, career-wise, I'm an actor. Um, <laughs> Jasmine and I went to university together. Um, good old Capilano mm-hmm. University. I don't know, redacted university. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Spent a lot of blood, sweat, and tears there, yes, quite yes. literally. <laughs> I, I don't know. Graduated peak COVID. That's you. Got an agent, hunkered yeah. down, been fucked since. Might go yep. into porn, you know? We'll, we'll figure it out. Might become a tattoo artist. Oh, my Might God. Go into porn. Oh, my God. Like you said, Jazz, I'm open. I'm an open book, brother. <laughs> You're an open book. I'm an open you book. Got this. Think of Adam you Sandler on crack. <laughs> if Adam Sandler um, sold his soul to the are- devil, that's me. Sorry. Go. Yeah. Oh, fucking hell. I can't with you. <laughs> I'm sorry. What, what, are your, what are your pronouns? I use uh, they, them, she, her pronouns. Or any, really. Okay. You could call me he, him. I wouldn't give a fuck. <laughs> I'm just... Any pronouns. Hey. What's up? I'm easy. I'm easy. You could call me a boy and I'll go, one day. <laughs> one day, maybe. <laughs> I will be. Yes. <laughs> yes. No, you'll go. You'll go. Just go. Yes. Yes. I have a <laughs> yes. mile long penis. Yes. Thank you. I'm hung as um, fuck. Oh, thank you so much. You're welcome. Um, I feel like not many people um, know that you go by she. Uh, they, she. Is that right? It's correct. They, she? Yes. Yes, That's correct. That's correct. I feel like not many people know that besides Besides looking on your Instagram. Instagram. I feel like a lot of people refer to you. Yeah. Or you stalk your Instagram. Uh, A lot of people refer to you as she. They do. A lot of people don't know. Um, My dad is one of those people that doesn't know. Uh, It's like it's one of those things where you do... You will clock it on my Instagram yeah. uh, or even my TikTok, um, but it's like it's one of those things that I don't openly tell people. I don't know why. I'm just kind of like, mm-hmm. if people ask what my pronouns are, I'll be like, "Hey." It's not like one of those like I'm yelling in your face, like call me they them, because it's like that's 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 also like a gender identity conversation I don't think I've had with myself. Yeah, I don't know why I haven't like come out and like talked about it emma's really the only one that like actually calls me they oh for sure which like i get all giddy and like i feel like a kid like being like i don't know called up on the stage at science world when they fucking she calls me they i'm just like i know that's something that you want to be yeah that's something that you want to be called and something that you feel comfortable with being called um definitely yeah it's like i feel like i like even though like pronouns have like come this mm-hmm. far i feel like it's not talked about enough. oh for sure um or like i yeah i feel like i don't know like for me I if feel i like older... see 
yeah. a visibly queer person, I want to know, like, what their pronouns are in the first place. Because mm-hmm. I'm just like, okay, I don't want to misgender somebody. Oh, I sure. don't want to use the wrong pronouns. Mm-hmm. I don't want to offend anybody. I don't know. It's just, like, something, like, uh, important to you. Like, I don't, I don't know how to go about that. But, like, I think it's just polite as a person to say this is what I go by or just correcting someone. Like, nicely being if someone's like, yeah, blah, 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 and then you go, oh, my pronouns are actually they, them. I think it's just a polite way of approaching the situation. And then people will usually be like, oh, shit, I'm so sorry. And then they'll clock it every time and it won't be an issue from now on. I think that's That's a way that we should be approaching it. I think, yeah, I think it's like for me because it's not like... I don't strictly go by, like, they, them. It's, like, yeah. if people call me she, I can't be, like, oh, well, you're misgendering me because, like, technically they're not. Yeah, 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 for but sure. But it's, like, I, like, if someone if someone openly asks, hey, what are your pronouns? I go, oh, they, she. Um, and then I'll be, like, yeah. cool. I'll be, like, be yo, like, let's yeah, go. Buddy. They fucking ask me. But, like, <clears throat> yeah. It's, like, one of those <laughs> things where it's, like, I don't know, in, like, work emails and shit, I'll put it in, like, where I, like, sign my name and stuff. Oh, yeah, um, for sure. But it's, like, there's not really, like, a lot of opportunity to, like, be, like, oh, hey. Other than, like, my fucking social media Mm -hmm. or, like, even my hinge. Like, my hinge says that I go by they, them, she, her pronouns. Um, uh, Do you have a label on your sexuality, bro, or what? (laughs) I'm pansexual. I got that yellow, pink, and blue flag, bitch. It's a cute flag. It's a cute flag. I don't personally. Yeah, I fuck pots and pans on the daily. Oh, my God. Don't stop it. I love pans. Pans. Love them. Love. I love pans and pot. (laughs) Specifically pot, but. I've never. I've never heard you talk about this, but as a pansexual person, what was your queer awakening? (laughs) Oh. I hope she. She's not gonna listen to this. Oh my god, it's an actual person, dude. Oh, fuck me. There's. What? No. Yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. I just told my mom on Thanksgiving, too. What? What? I I think of TV, dude, for my sexual awakenings. My... I have an actual person. That's crazy. I have the person who made me realize I was into women, and then I had a person who made me realize I was just fucking gay in general. (laughs) Um, You're wild, dude. So, um... (laughs) Oh, good old high school. Oh, God. Here we go. Here well, we go. Go, okay, go, go, go. Actually, hold on. If we're talking about, like, first question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, okay. It goes in tiers of three. Okay. Mine was, like, the first woman that ever made me, like, go, oh, why do I feel something for a lady? <laughs> so, the first person that made me question anything about, like, feelings was a little, okay, so a little, little backstory about my mom. Um, you know this, but the, whoever the fuck is listening might not. Um, so my mom was a, she was kind of like a celebrity in the softball world, um, when she was my age. So when she was 25, she was scooped up from the like national Australian softball team to be their pitcher. So she played on a ball team (laughs) with a bunch of Aussies. And when you get Aussies and you get like, sorry, lady Aussies and you get fucking (laughs) softball, you get a bunch of fucking lesbians. So my mom was the only straight person on this team. Okay. Okay. So fast forward she has her kids we go to australia play with softball whatever my sister and i was sydney was six i was four fucking i think her name was leslie 
but they called her Tides. Or no, yes. no, her name was Debbie. Yeah, Debbie Tidy. Um, so <laughs> shout out to you, Debbie Tidy. If you're listening, you're probably not because you don't know what a fucking podcast is. But um, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Maybe you never Maybe. know. Sorry, Debs. If if you do, don't come for my mother. Um, <laughs> so, anyways, come for me. Shoot your shot. Hey, what's up? Um, anyways, so single. Like, tall woman, tall, very masculine woman. Uh, very like she had the like fucking frosted tips going. Oh she my had god! The, like fucking <laughs> like the butch hairstyle. She was like the two two. What was it? Why two K fucking lesbian? Like basically yes. that was Justin that. Timberlake. Um, Justin Timberlake, she was fucking rocking that shit. She looked great, platinum hair blonde. Let's go. Um, anyways, so I was attracted to her. She would every every chance that this bitch would be like, oh, here come your Tessie. I'd be like, up, oh, hold me, and I would just be like, oh, this is so great. I love this. Being in the arms of a woman is great. Four year old me. Okay. Anyways, fast forward. I'm I'm straight as far as we know. Grade nine rolls around. Okay. I'm yeah. starting to question. Like I'm in high school. Grade eight is when. Some of us go into high school. Yeah, a lot yeah, of people yeah. have fucking middle school out here. It's fucking weird anyways. Um, Correct. Skipped middle school, straight to high school. Grade eight, mm-hmm. rolls around. I'm confused as shit. I don't know what's going on. I'm watching porn. I'm watching, like, <laughs> women, two girls kissing, you know, all that shit. Um, and then uh, grade nine rolls around. Grade eight, so I played on the grade eight basketball team. Justin's just shitting her pants right now. I'm dying. Hold on, take a break so I can breathe for coffee. This is what... This is I'm going to listen to this and go I do talk a lot and I talk fucking fast cuz all my customers at fucking the keg they go can you slow down? Yeah, sorry. I talk a lot. <laughs> You're they're like, "Huh?" Yeah, huh? What <laughs> did you say? And I forget <laughs> half of our clientele is fucking 60 to 80 year olds that yep. can't even hear. Um but so fast forward to first year of Capilano. I had this is before I this was in first semester first year. I had a party and my cohort was invited because I didn't know your cohort. Um, but basically, um, I invited my cohort and then I invited people that I worked with at Starbucks. And then I invited people from my fucking high school. And this was a night that I got passed around like a fucking joint. But little gay me was so happy. I was kissing boys and girls left and right. It was fantastic. I was standing on my stairs in the middle plane my grad date me we're making out on the middle plane of my stairs here and he goes kelly kelly because okay so matt poirier and kelly like they grew up together they were they had like the classic brother sister dynamic she's a year older he's a year younger like they literally lived across the street from each other um he goes kelly kelly look at me makes out with me cat the stairs grabs my arm rips me into this bathroom shuts the door locks it kisses me and i'm like um, like Nick Miller going, <laughs> fast as out. That was me. She picks me up, puts me again, like on the counter, pushes me against the mirror, starts making out with me. I'm dead. I'm in heaven. I was like, oh my God, high school me's dream just came true. This is fucking crazy. What the fuck? Everyone's banging on the fucking door going, oh my God, Kelly, oh my God, Des. And I was like, shut the fuck up. Um, but yeah, anyways, and so that was that. Those uh, those are my gay stories. Those are my what, that was, was my gay your awakening experience coming out. Um, <sighs> tell me about it. Tell the tell the peoples. Well, peoples about your coming out experience. My Hello. coming out experience. Hi, my coming out experience was. I will say I'm I'm one of the lucky ones. I feel like I mm-hmm. had 
not the best outcome, obviously, but like um, better than I could ask for um, because I also mm-hmm. know a lot of people could like a lot of a lot of our people get kicked out of their homes for literally just existing and being gay um oh for sure so first people that i came out to um were my two best friends in my grade 11 year um so taylor and demi taylor at this time was my like childhood best friend like her and i had our sisters played soccer together and everything and um growing up like we basically like it called each other sisters so yeah so basically uh Taylor was my childhood best friend and I got she went mm-hmm. to Fleetwood uh for a solid oh, shit. like till grade 11 and then I got her and her friends to transfer over cuz I was like come to my high school be my friend be, be at high school mm-hmm. with me. Anyway, so Demi <laughs> had been the new student. She was from uh Australia and okay. befriended her really quickly in my English class. Um, so mm-hmm. it was me, Taylor, and Demi. I remember taking them outside going, guys, I really need to tell you something. And they were like, okay, what? And I was just like, I'm gay. And they were like, oh. what? And I was like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, I like girls. Like, um, I was like, I don't know. Because I, I was still very confused, obviously. Like, I didn't I didn't know what label to put it on. I just knew that I wasn't mm-hmm. straight. Um, and that's what mm-hmm. I – I think I told that to them. I don't know. It was It was – I remember – I can, like, picture myself in that spot again, like, very clearly. Um, They accepted me really well, and then both of them literally came out to me, like, two days after following. It was, like, Taylor came out, and then Demi came out, and I was, like, oh, my God, what the fuck? I was, like, yes, I have the best friends. I was, like, we're all gay. This is crazy. (laughs) Um, And then um, I came out to my sister. Was My sister was the first person in my family. She Mm. fucking knew, apparently, that I was gay. Um, I remember sitting at my... um, kitchen table yeah I sat at my kitchen table and it was like before softball practice or something Sydney and I were on the same team um but I remember sitting there bawled my eyes out and I was just like Mm -hmm. I'm just scared because I was like I didn't I didn't I didn't know like I know my sister she was a musical theater kid in high school her best friend was gay he was like literally like he was a musical theater kid too like obviously all the mm-hmm. musical theater kids are very inclusive of each other um because we're all fucking weirdos we all get along really well but um <laughs> you're right so i don't know why i thought sydney was gonna be like ew <laughs> but um she was just like yeah okay and i know like you like girls like i know that and i was like what really um <laughs> And then I told her I was afraid to tell mom because I didn't know what mom was going to say. And she's like, I don't see the mm. mom having a problem with it. Like, you're probably fine. Mm-hmm. Now, came out to my mom next. My mom and I had very different, very different views on this situation. This is my story uh-huh. and my point of view of it. I didn't realize she, that she told me I came out to her right before we were, like, late for softball practice. So her stress was high. I'm not going to make excuses for her. Oh, this shit. Is whatever. Anyways, so I said, Mom, I was sitting on the table, mm-hmm. really excited, kicking my feet in my softball gear, going, Mom, I have to tell you something. She went, what? And I said, mm-hmm. I like girls. And she went, we can talk about this later. And I went, whoa, <laughs> whoa, okay. I went, oh, fuck. Um, oh, my god. Also, a little backstory. As I said before, my yeah. mom was the only straight person on a team of uh. gay women. And I was like, she's going to be the most accepting. Sydney was right. She's probably not mm-hmm. going to care about it at all. She's probably going to be like, oh, honey, that's great. Cool. Next. <laughs> she said, we'll talk about this later. And then didn't talk to me for a week. Oh, fuck. 
I was very oh my god like, as like I was I don't know trying to be as like solid as you can be for like that kind of reaction um but I remember for sure, going to softball yeah. practice going oh fuck yeah. okay this is scary this is not cute and this was also the same practice or the same team as Riley and so I was like oh my god I was like what the heck because she also I, re- I think I remember Ew, I'm just remembering this I think I remember her saying something about like you and Riley are like all over each other at practice like you're sitting on each other and I'm like we're friends like yeah like I have a crush on her like blah 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 and so anyways what? it was just like this whole thing and then um anyways so week goes by she like she's like let's go get subway and i was like okay and then so we Uh go to subway get in the car (laughs) get to subway stay in the car didn't get out to go get subway locks the doors and i go oh we talk and she basically gives me the whole uh this is gonna be a really difficult life for you like i hope you know like what path you're choosing to take blah, blah, blah. and i'm like what the fuck she's like i've seen it all women are mean women can be very vile and i'm like men can also be really mean like what the fuck i'm like it's it's people uh-huh. it's not gender like what uh-huh. and so yep i don't know it was one of those things for me and then it was just kind of something that she, it felt like she just kind of swept it under the rug like if i can't see it it's not there kind of thing come to find yeah. out this past year her and mm-hmm. i talked about it whatever we're happy canoodly whatever she's she accepts it but when i the first time i stopped being like stop having a relationship with my mom um and then we rekindled that relationship. It was almost like she mm-hmm. had forgotten that I came out to her. Because when I told her, I was like, oh, yeah, like, I just love women. She's just like, wait, what? And I was like, what? how do you forget that, girl? I was like, what the fuck? That was a traumatic part of my life. had this conversation before. We've had this conversation. We had a fight about it. Yeah. Um, and so, and then she told me, to talk, she brought it up this past <laughs> year, like, in the summer. And then we talked about it. And she was like literally like i was with gabrielle like gabrielle was in my car with my mom and my me, myself and she, gabrielle mm. was just sitting in the back going this is awkward and oh my, my i was God. just like we can have this conversation later not right now anyway so um that was my experience with my mom coming out with mm-hmm. my dad it was a whole other story this is when i was living with him and like obviously and my dad was a very homophobic guy growing up like he would say like cocksucker like all those Mm -hmm. fucking derogatory words and like i've had to be like please don't say that that is it's triggering like it's not cute um and yeah anyways so Mm -hmm. i was scared because you know harley davidson biker redneck dad uh gay kid i was like also like his son like growing up i was the son he wanted i was the little tomboy i was like the guy the guy whatever i was the one that was just like handing him tools and shit while he's like fixing like cars and stuff and so i'm playing in the mud whatever anyways so i was like fuck i need to tell my dad because like i love him and like obviously like he's the one parent that i have right now because this was after my mom and i had stopped talking i'm in my old room and I'm going, mm-hmm. fuck, what do I do? I should make fun of it because what if he, like, takes it seriously? He can't get mad at me for being funny. And so I'm like, okay. I get in the closet and I go, dad. <laughs> I get in the closet and I go, dad. I love the story, bro. <laughs> and then he's like, yeah. And I go, come here. And he goes, one sec. And I went, okay. And then he's, like, walking up the stairs. He goes, where are you? I said, come here. He goes, are you in your room? <laughs> yeah. I go, okay. And he goes, I was like, where am I? And he's like in your room and i went no come in where am i and he goes in your closet <laughs> slowly open the door the cheesiest fucking way to come out <laughs> i slowly open the door i go what am i doing he's sitting on my eight foot tall plushy teddy bear bernie right <laughs> watching me watching his fucking weird ass kid go come out of the closet <laughs> he goes 
opening the door and I said no what am I doing and I'm like <laughs> oh like overstepping to like make it look like I'm stepping out of the closet and he's like you're coming out of the closet oh. and I went eh? <laughs> jaws hands and everything I went eh? <laughs> and he goes oh, okay yeah. I went but do you know what I'm like saying and he goes you're, you're coming out of the closet and I went eh? <laughs> and he's just like okay and and I went mm. I like girls dad and he goes okay and and I went I don't know and my dad's been like so great like he'll, it's, he's still like not weird about it but he's like he doesn't know how to talk to like a gay person sometimes and so he, he he'll always go because I'm single right now I'm working through the date naps and everything and he goes he'd say shit like oh you know like when the time comes and you do meet like that guy or girl or girl <laughs> <laughs> it's like one of those things and he's like or like what do they call them them non-binary people <laughs> like he, he's trying he's trying really hard and i'm just like dad i'm like i love you i know you used to be a mean person but i love you <laughs> so i wanted to touch on the subject of people outing each other just because i feel like it's happened quite a bit in social media as a whole I mean, I don't know if you've ever heard about the whole Kit Connor situation on Heartstopper, Mm -hmm. which is a TV show on Netflix. I don't know if you're aware. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But everyone on the internet was kind of like, oh my gosh, you're like straight. You should have given in this Mm -hmm. role to someone who is bisexual or gay and you're not doing anything for the community and they're kind of just pressuring and hounding the actor and basically Mm -hmm. which forced like guilting someone yeah which basically forced the actor to come out of the closet and make a public station statement and he was like yeah yeah i'm bi i'm a queer person guess what guys like thanks a lot i'm gay literally literally um yeah you know and you have to be careful on those things. It's literally 2023. We shouldn't literally be outing people yeah. out of the closet. And it's like... Yeah. It's it's literally... You shouldn't be bullying people into coming out. Yeah. It's literally such a hard thing to do. I know it's, like, stupid for me to say, but literally, literally when I came mm-hmm. out, I think you mm-hmm. and the first person I talked to was Jenny and one of our other friends at the time and i came out to you guys in my mm-hmm. living room but doing that was literally one of the most scariest things i've ever done in my life you know i was surrounded by a lot of love so i can't imagine yeah. being surrounded yeah. by tons and tons of people and fans when you're being famous and how scary that would be because i was literally scared in front of like three people especially when you don't know yeah yeah especially when you don't like if and when you know you're not ready to come out like don't don't force someone to come out just for your own selfish gain like i understand i understand the like protectiveness of the community where Mm -hmm. people want to see queer people in queer roles but it's like for sure you should know that with everything that has gone on in film that that is what companies Mm -hmm. are doing now they aren't hiring they literally like in my breakdowns in my like audition breakdowns it says please submit 
like LGBTQ plus like two blah, 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 mm. all this stuff. They go, please submit yeah. these people only. Like we don't want the straighties. We don't want the straighties in the gay roles. Like that's the only time well, that sure. they can, or not the only time, but like one of the times that like filming or productions yeah. like at least in Canada, like um, for sure, that's like. It's supposed I'm to be pretty the norm. sure because also it's like we'll get like American shit too. I haven't seen any. I don't know what the fucking British yeah. girls look like, but like I don't think like <laughs> in this day and age now people are gonna cast like whether it's no. a queer person in a queer role or a disabled person in a disabled role. It's just like I don't think people are gonna mm-hmm. like do the whole like oh you have legs get in a wheelchair like that kind of thing like because the 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 pushback no. that companies will get let alone the actors like for sure i don't think they're gonna be like that's not worth it and stuff so it's just like i don't know you sh- like in general don't force someone to come out if they're not ready let them come out at yep. their own time because coming out is a fucking terrifying thing it's not cute it's literally i used to like i would watch videos of um like before i came out i would literally watch videos of people coming out because it's just like you see all of these for every yeah. good reaction like good accepting reaction there are at least 10 people that are getting shit on by their families so it's Mm -hmm. just like don't add stress to a very stressful situation in the first place and never bully someone into coming out yeah literally it fully shows how much someone generally cares about your friendship or your love or your family when you come out and share that part of your life um it's I don't think I've ever felt that feeling before, like, coming out. I don't know if you get what I mean, but it's such a weird feeling that you'll literally never experience unless you are a queer person, like, literally, because even though it's, like, 2023, it's still such a scary thing, and there's still places in the Mm -hmm. world where gay marriage is not allowed and gay people aren't allowed to walk around and i mean like i solo travel a lot and there's places that i want to visit and want to travel to but i literally can't because being a queer person isn't allowed there and literally and if i go there I'll get shunned mm-hmm. and I'll get beaten. You literally have to be it's like literally. Bible girl. It's so scary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Li- You'll seriously. literally exactly. Seriously. You can go to prison for kissing a person of the same <clears throat> gender. Excuse me. For sorry. Sure. Oh my god, Tess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maddie, oh my god. Uh, Maddie fucking Healy. Just like uh, they had a, they are. I think they were playing at a festival. I don't know where exactly it was. It was in Asia, mm-hmm. but he kissed a guy on stage. Yeah. Got kicked out. You're not allowed to do that. They're literally like... Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, he, he canceled... He had this, like, whole thing shut down, basically, for kissing a guy. I don't exactly remember where it was, and I don't want to say because I don't want to be giving false information. But, like, yeah. It was just, like... Mm-hmm. It was, like, fuck, dude. Like, I don't know. I could I could bitch about this shit for so long. This literally sounds so d- ridiculous, but as a person... I'm living abroad and traveling abroad and I'm traveling to a bunch of places and I literally generally have to do my research before traveling Mm -hmm. to places um, that I don't know the laws and I need to know if these places are safe to me. exactly. Yeah. Because I'm generally wearing a specific jacket with a little pride pin on it and 
I don't yes. know if I'm literally able yeah. to wear that tiny flag on my jacket. Like, I always fucking have to take that precaution wherever or I go. Get your shit kicked out of you. Yeah. yeah, and it's 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 ridiculous, and I shouldn't have to do that. And it's literally it's so scary. It's literally such a scary thing. Yeah, and it is, and you shouldn't have to. You fucking should not have to. It's literally but. like you think the world would be up to date. It's literally twenty twenty three. It still ain't. <laughs> still ain't, dude. It would just be nice to have like one one year where mm. like the earth is fucked. We're dying in the next ten or whatever. Oh <laughs> it would be nice to have one year where you could just not be racist, don't be homophobic, don't be a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. Be nice don't to be the gays. Sexist. I don't know. Could be nice. Uh-huh. Well uh-huh, peace. Uh-huh. Imagine mm-hmm. that. Don't For be sexist. Sure. Let a lady walk around in a slutty fucking outfit if I fucking want to. (laughs) I don't want to get catcalled. So being a queer person to us, what is your experience of being a queer person in specifically Vancouver? And what are your thoughts about? It's nice because everybody's gay here. (laughs) But also, (laughs) how the fuck do I talk to girls? Girls are so hard to talk Mm -hmm, to. mm -hmm. Fair. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah. What was your sub-question? You were just going to ask something. But, like, is Vancouver generally a very open place? Is it easy to meet queer people? Is it easy to not only meet queer friends, but as well as dating? What's your whole experience on meeting queer people in Vancouver in general? Take your time. I would say it's a very open place to be part of Mm -hmm. the queer community. Um, that being said... It's not easy unless you're in Vancouver specifically. Mm-hmm. Like, geographically, if you are in the city of Vancouver, whether that's Kitsilano, whether that's fucking uh, English Bay, where anywhere in the actual city of Vancouver, the gays are everywhere. Davy Street, gays. that's all you babies. Um, yes. <laughs> but where I am, Coquitlam, yeah. um, we have, yeah, like, we've got rainbow pathways, <laughs> like, here and there, but it's like... Oh, my God, I can't. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thank you so much. <laughs> Perfect. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Showing your support of the queers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, Jazzy. Um, I would say, like, it's not as easy. It's still nice to be accepted. Um, but I don't know. It's not easy to, like... There's a lot of straight people in Coquitlam. I'll say that. Um, a lot of, like, I don't know. Even in fucking, like, mm. Surrey. Lots of straight. All straights. Down. All straights. Like, the further you get from Vancouver, the more homophobic they get. Fair, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's so true. Wait. Oh, I couldn't hear you for a second. That freaked me out. The, like, yeah. So, like, I'd say... I'd say North Van. Gay. <laughs> peaceful gay. Not a lot of homophobes out there. You get to Vancouver. Hella gay. You get to Burnaby. Uh, mm-hmm. A lot of gays, sure, yeah. New West, nah. uh, Coquitlam, <laughs> Coquitlam, yeah, sure. You got a lot of bisexual <laughs> ladies here. A lot of not a lot of bi kings though, which is sad because I never, I don't know. I feel like I don't see a lot oh. of bi guys, but you know what? It's fine. Um, they those the ones, they'll, they'll, they the best. They won't hurt you for real. Anyways, um, <laughs> but um, yeah, it's like I don't know. That's like. It's hard to tell who the fuck is gay out here and who mm-hmm. the fuck is straight. For sure. 
Because, um, like, you can tell the granola <laughs> girlies, like, the ones that are gay, you can oh tell those God, ones are gay. Oh, my God, I can't with you. <laughs> um, or, like, you get the butch mamas, like, Kelly, Kelly. I'm talking to you. Um, I'm kidding. But, like, the femme girls, there's a, there's a, Kelly, I know you're happy in a relationship with your oh, girlfriend shit. in Calgary or wherever the fuck you I are. I didn't know she was in a relationship. What? Oh. Oh. She's a relationship. Yeah, I'm not trying no, to be no. a home wrecker no, here. No, no. Like your workplace also. Like when I was working at Starbucks, half the fucking crew there was gay. Oh, yeah, um, Starbucks is really a queer and place. And that was that. But it's it's a very queer inclusive yeah. place. Yeah. They were like one of the first companies that was just like, oh, you're gay? Well, I don't give a fuck. Let me work here. They're like, um, make me, give me SR money. Yeah. Make SR but also. Knows. Yeah. Yeah. And then they'll rainbow wash oh, everything. Literally rainbow yeah, wash everything. Yeah. Literally. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> For real. Uh, they will yeah um but yeah and then i don't know what was the second part of that question also it was like is it easy to meet queer people in vancouver uh i think relatively Mm -hmm. especially if you're on like bumble bff like i've never done bumble bff myself but it's just like you meet a lot of like queer people um or like friends there um if you're on like hinge her right you did Mm -hmm. um if i'm on hinge like the girls are on there and they're nice. I feel like, but it's, they don't want to hang out. I feel like it's hard and also like as like to meet. I don't know to meet queer friends in Vancouver unless you have it's, a pre-established friend group of friends, right? If you have exactly, I I agree because it's like, um, yeah, I agree a hundred percent. Um, but uh, like, it's true unless you have like a pre-established group of gay friends that that group spreads like fucking coronavirus they fucking spread you get you become friends with one gay group you get you become friends with a whole um sure but it's like and like even with you and i like we don't really have any like mutual gay friends we're kind of it because your friends are all straight your friends are all straight and that's concerning um (laughs) i mean i have a lot of straight friends in vancouver but in brighton it's a lot of queer people yeah a lot of gay people oh yeah 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 i know garrett your honor shout out to you oh my god (laughs) he's literally gonna eat that shit jazz you were a homie i met you once Oh my god! He literally listens to um, all my podcasts. He's gonna be so happy. <laughs> He's gonna go, whoa! He's gonna be, like, I made it. We touched on this a little bit, mm-hmm. but what is your experience as an actor? Because you're an actor, right? Hey, yeah, correct. Yeah. You are an actor, and you audition I'm for things actor. a lot. I do that you sometimes. Do that sometimes. Yeah. Yes, you do. Uh, what is your experience being a queer actor? And have you been able to audition for roles that you personally connect to and that are queer roles? Yeah. Take your time, bro. Yeah. Um. So Harrison didn't know I was gay. Oh, my God. <laughs> for the first, like, year and a bit that uh, I was signed with him. Shout out to Harrison. Um, or that I've been signed Slay. with him. Um, so... Shout out to Harry. We love you, yeah, dude. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. Like, uh, I told him, I can't remember what it was around, but I remember, like, basically texting him being like, hey, like, I'm gay. Like, can I go out for this role? He went, oh, what? And I was like, yeah, I'm pan, bro. He's like, I wish I knew this sooner because I would have been sending you for, like, gay yeah. stuff. And I was like, yeah. Like, not, like, word for word. Yeah. Um, 
And it's just, like, it's nice to be able to, like, share my stories through characters and, like, sure. share my stories and, like, other characters or other people's stories through, like, characters that, like, like, a big reason for me wanting to be acting is to tell stories for people who feel like they can't. Because, mm-hmm. um, like, growing up, I was, like, that's something that I always loved about movies is, like, I would see something that I related to and that's where people are, like, oh, well, this is my favorite movie for, like, this reason or, or yeah. like, this or that. It's just, like, well, my favorite movies are my favorite movies because, like, I can see myself in the mm-hmm. characters or, like, they gave me, they told the stories that I couldn't tell. Yeah. Because, A, I was a fucking baby. <laughs> um, and, B, like, I don't know. It's just, like, I want to tell the stories for people who don't have a voice or people who don't feel like they can talk about things um, yet. Or I want to, like, empower people, yeah. you know? I love that. That's, that's fucking great, dude. I feel like this is mm-hmm. a fucking good segue because do you feel as a whole that the film industry is doing a good job at representing your sexuality as a pansexual person in the media? Do you think the industry as a whole is doing a good job on doing that? What are your thoughts? Uh, no. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, no. Um, sure. I don't think so. I think they, obviously, like, they're going to take fucking forever to tell as many, like, queer stories yeah. as possible. Um, but they're obviously focusing mostly on, like, gay and lesbian um Mm-hmm. And I feel like non-binary people are getting their chance also right now, which is really fucking good. Because, um, like, I'm trying to think. Yeah, I haven't... for sure. <laughs> I haven't been watching, like, series lately because, like, I get too high and then I just can't follow along or I go on TikTok. So I just watch movies. Bruh, so I'm really I'm really behind on, like, the shows. Um, but... Yeah, yeah. But I know... I know, I, exactly. I'm about a film. I know everything about film. But I feel like... At least, like, from what I have seen, I haven't seen a lot of, like, pan-specific kind of things, um, where... I feel like there's certain shows that do that, Mm -hmm. but usually they're very queer-orientated shows, where it's, like, this is a show for the queers, and that's it, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where it's not, like, a, a show that everyone can watch, like fucking last of us like literally when they dove into bill and frank's relationship that was fantastic but living again in a redneck household um my dad and my well mostly my stepmom she was they were both just kind of like like it was sweet and all but did they have to like dive into that and i'm like yeah they fucking did thank you very much um for sure i don't know it's like i feel like of course when like in I don't want to say that film makes a caricature of queers, but they kind of do. Um, where mm, they take the... They totally do. They take... What's the fucking word? Um, a stereotypical quality. The stereotype, of a yeah. Of a, a queer person. Yeah. And they put that into the character. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Where I think... Yeah. Canadian shows, Canadian-made shows have been doing a good yeah. job just from, like, the auditions I've been seeing or the auditions that mm. I've been doing. They'll take a normal person and go, this is a queer person. Do with it what you will. They're queer. That's all you need to know. Um, and it's just a normal sure. person story. Be gay. Um, but it's, like, I feel like companies will write caricatures of gay people. There was something I wanted to say and it slipped my mm-hmm. mind and I hope it comes back. But um <laughs> Yeah. It's all good. Um I do believe that like a lot of modern media will make a caricature or like modern like T V shows and movies makes a caricature of 
queer people. Um, sure. They're not all over the top flamboyant, like um, what's his face in uh, Shit's Creek. Like we're not all gay guys are like that. There's I know mm-hmm. a lot of gay guys who like come across as straight because they don't they don't have the like the like cute little like quirk in their voice. Like they talk like a fucking straight man um, or like gay women. We don't all have to have short hair. Mm-hmm. Everyone in the community is different. They're all not a carbon copy yes. of each other. Like, all queer people are different que- people. Exactly. Like, I shouldn't be different. having to... Yes. Like... We're different. I shouldn't be needing to, like... Yeah, I shouldn't be needing to, like, think in an audition, okay, well, what's going to make me look more gay? Yeah. What's going to make me look more castable? Because before my hair was red... I look straight as shit. I there was no fucking. That's also part of the reason I dress so like masculine is because yeah. it's like how else am I supposed to let someone know my like who I am? Mm-hmm, if I sure. if I can't feel comfortable being gay looking like a fucking straight person, like what the fuck? Like I shouldn't. I I don't want to have to ask the question. How do I make myself look more gay? How do I sell the fact that I'm queer? Mm-hmm. Um, like shit like that. It's just like I don't know. We come in all shapes and sizes, all different colors, rainbows, you know? I shouldn't have to look like a fucking strawberry. But you look good as a strawberry, so it works. It works. But I do, and I love my hair either way. Thanks, Harrison. Thanks for letting me dye my hair, Harrison. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so films and movies. Since we are talking about a bunch of negativity mm-hmm. surrounding the industry, I want to go into my favorite subject of the podcast yeah. with film slash TV shows yeah. of the week. Oh, so I have some TV and movies and some films and Slay. tests. Uh, you can discuss them as well if you've watched them. But uh, the first I want to mention is a show that you actually got me into, which is Euphoria. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Euphoria. Specifically, Euphoria Season Mm 1. Season 2 is okay. (laughs) Um, It's okay. Season 1 was better. Season 1 does a really great job of bringing different queer people into uh, film and TV. And they're not stereotypically, like... Mm -hmm they're bringing a bunch of different queer people they're not carbon copies um i really think euphoria does a great job in showcasing different types of queer people mm-hmm. and they do it in a lot of relatable storylines and a lot of raw and truthful yeah um storylines that are just not only visually appealing because they're absolutely stunning but i think the yes. stories are genuine and a lot of people can connect to pleasing but the stories are genuine like hunter she's literally yeah. she is a trans woman she stopped she transitioned very young and like hey for all you straighties out there saying fucking don't don't give your child like tea shots or rah, 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 shut mm-hmm. the fuck up it makes people happy it makes people comfortable in their fucking skin mm-hmm. let people do what the fuck they want to do but but yeah i don't know i think the show is just really important for a bunch of queer people mm-hmm. and I don't know, it was one of the first real shows that I watched, and it felt like real queer people. I know that other shows do do it, but I've never really watched a television show that did it in that sort of way. Like, and did it justice. Yeah, and they're, like, so young, too. Yeah. 
and Mm -hmm. it's sort of around the same age as us so I don't Mm -hmm. know I thought it was really Mm -hmm. really important and it's a really cool and great story yeah I agree do you have any Um, share 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 one that I have Mm -hmm. oh I'm just like I'm looking at like movies right now but remember when we went to go see (laughs) Rose and sort of picture here of us grabbing each other's butts (laughs) um like the first one that came to mind for me was it's a French movie. Oh it's yeah, yeah. color. Uh-huh, um, uh-huh. It's a very sweet story. Follows uh, the it's it's also one of those like coming of age like coming out yeah. kind of things where um, basically it's Emma and Adele. Mm-hmm. Um, Emma is the little blue head motherfucker. Oh my god, she's so fucking funny. <laughs> um, I will say, if you're underage, don't fucking yes. watch it. It is very pornographic. Um, like you see it all. It literally. I know it's so good though like come on um Emma is so fucking fine Adele is a whiny little baby I don't like her anyways um but um yeah so it's a good movie literally follows the story of a girl who comes to terms with her sexuality Mm -hmm. um it's a drama uh it's beautiful movie um I recommend watching it but another one that I was gonna think of more for like the western audience if you don't want to watch like foreign films is Booksmart Booksmart for sure I love Um, it I watch this so many yeah, times. Um, Good movie. Many times. Um, we love that one. That's a very, very subtle. But she did so Kate well. Denver she did so, so good. good. Um, so good. It's very good movie. Um, yeah. So it's hilarious. Another too. funny one. Um, oh, absolutely. And it also it's so wholesome because it follows two best friends, um, mm-hmm. and it's adorable. Um, and then um, yeah, a very, a very funny representation of. A baby gay. <laughs> and getting your heart broken by... <laughs> oh, literally. Um, <laughs> my next movie yes. is a little yeah. bit of an older one. Yeah. I don't yeah. know if you'll know it or not. Yeah. It's called But I'm okay. a Cheerleader. Have you heard of it? No. I just ah. saw it on Rotten Tomatoes, But I'm a Cheerleader. Yeah, it has Natasha Lyonne in it, who's amazing. Um, oh, she's fine. I don't know if you remember the casting director saying that I give Natasha Lyonne vibes. Yeah. But... Oh, yeah. Basically, Natasha Lyonne's character considers yeah. herself a stereotypical American girl. She gets good grades. Right. She's a cheerleader. And she has a stereotypical hot yeah. jock boyfriend that she's not crazy about at all. And basically, she comes home from school one day, and her parents tell her that she is basically gay, and she gets sent to a boot camp to make her straight. Shut the fuck up! But, like, it's a comedy. Oh, God. I gotta watch it. Maybe I'll watch that tonight. But it's so good. Uh, You should totally watch it. I think it is visually beautiful. The colors, uh, if you look at stills online, it's very pink and blue, and it's just very... Yeah, I was looking at it, yeah. ...symbolizing of the movie. There's a couple of moments where I've literally laughed out loud, and a couple of moments you're like, oh my gosh. Um, Okay. But, like, if you think of that scenario in today's society, it's... Sorry, it is. It's so so wrong. wrong. It is so wrong. it's beautiful. It's such a beautiful movie. It's, like, so wrong when you think about that. Like, me saying out loud, like, your parents making you go to boot camp to make you straight. Like, come on. 
but literally the movie itself is a great one and i'd recommend for you to watch it tess yeah. as well as everyone listening listen also i linked down below uh i linked down below um in my little bio of my episode there will be um my letterbox yeah. account as i say on every podcast i watch movies every single day pretty much and i like write little quirky reviews on my letterbox um so yeah if you want to check that out feel free to check that out it'll be down below letterbox is non-sponsored but can be sponsored and is such a great app to put in your movie see <laughs> Geek is this amazing app see <laughs> is this amazing app where you want should watch and want to watch um not check it out not but sponsored yeah. but can be sponsored that would be letterbox so sick, sponsor dude. me i will oh cry because letterbox is literally my favorite app and i go on there every day so all right to wrap <gasps> no. up this uh lightning no. queer podcast with our lovely lovely guest tess i am passing it off to her to say some wholesome <laughs> weekly words <laughs> of advice so uh pass her on so the ones that i screenshot um the first one is never let the freedom of living your truth be taken away Mm -hmm. and that one is just powerful and that that can go for a lot of things but i think in this in this scenario it's just like it's true because it's like the the power of your truth is you knowing that you're gay and the power of that is just like be proud of that like show like i don't know something that i've always said like since learning how to be my authentic self is be yourself as authentically as you can be and be at yourself unapologetically as long as you're not a piece of shit fucking person be yourself authentically like and like live your truth whoever doesn't live your truth bro whoever doesn't fuck with that you don't need them in your life Mm -hmm. if they don't fucking like and like i don't know this is something i've also always said is like as selfish as it sounds it's it's the good selfish where it's like you're being selfish for your own um Mm -hmm. like for your like like i don't know watching your own back basically but it's like if someone doesn't um benefit you whether that's a friendship or in your life in general drop them drop them you don't need that Mm -hmm. it it goes two ways of course but it's just like that's that so yeah never let the freedom of living your truth be taken away and the other one that i have because it has a cute little end to it uh says there's no right or wrong way to be you embrace your authentic self to find your sparkle and that also goes with be yourself unapologetically like Mm -hmm. i don't know just be proud to be you you've come this far think about how much further you can go you know literally thank you so much for Baby sharing steps. that's perfect snaps all around snaps, all snaps. Around. we killed it but yeah uh those were my thank you you're so welcome thank you like i said to you i wanted thank you to come you on listening. and talk about your thoughts and feelings of advice. but personally you really helped me with my journey and i think you're going to help a lot of other people Ew. who Ew. are wanting Holy to come shit. out and who are struggling with things. Oh, and... Jasmine! No! That's so cute! Fun I... fact, Jasmine, Jasmine, I was the first person that Jasmine ever had a crush on. Hee <laughs> hee, fuck all y'all. Oh, stop it. <laughs> but I think having you on <laughs> will help a lot of people who are struggling to come out and people who are out and just want to gain mm. some sort of clarity and information. Also, just hearing someone else's perspective besides myself is just very refreshing. So I am very happy that you're my first guest and I was able to experience this with you. 
Well, thank you for having me. I fucking miss you, dude. Uh, link down below will be Tessa's Instagram, so if you want to check them out, go ahead. Otherwise, maybe they'll return for another episode. <laughs> I mean, I might. I might. I'll catch you next time. Um, but thanks for <laughs> listening, everyone. Hey, yo. Um, see you next week, and have a lovely, fantastic day. Hell yeah. Bye. Bye. Bye.